Hello, everyone. I am Janine Stanley, Director of Customer Communications here at IRA, and this is the July Explorer Call. And before I introduce everyone, I would like to do something that we have never done on one of these calls. However, the situation merits it this evening. We do have a content warning. We are going to be talking about some things that may be a little sensitive for some folks. And if you have children, uh, it's not going to be that bad, but we are putting the content warning up here anyway. So we will warn you before we get into the sensitive stuff. But my guests tonight are Mr. Troy Attilio, our CEO. Hello, Troy. Hello, everyone. Hey. And Mr. Ryan Bishop, our product manager, who is vigorously working on getting uh, getting our YouTube audience in. And then we have Emily Hill, who is our customer experience director. I hope I got that title right, Emily. You nailed it, Janine. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Thanks so much for letting me be here. Woohoo. So, um, Troy, any words for the folks before I get to the news and we get Boy, to the I'm, meat of our fun? <laughs> yeah, I think, um, well, I'm reflecting on for some of us uh, who went to the NFB convention, like that's, I feel already, like I usually look forward to this call quite a bit because it's a great chance to connect with everyone. But I felt like I got a lot of connection in this last week, and we we shared some exciting um, uh, updates for our roadmap. Like in the past, we haven't been actively um, kind of releasing new product and new things, and so we talked about that. And um, you know, we we continue to make progress uh, with access, which you always hear me talk about. Cause it's a great way to kind of ultimately lower the cost of IRA. And in fact, um, I think worth mentioning that. Um, uh, we've been working with Amazon, not not for use on the Amazon website, but for employees and soon-to-be employees of Amazon. And so um, they're now in a position where we're allowed to talk about, allowed or we're encouraged to talk about the fact that if you're applying for a job at Amazon, you they will provide IRA during that process. And then once you're at Amazon, um, they're providing IRA as an accommodation. And I just think that's an exciting start um, for those of you who want to use IRA at work, because uh, a company like Amazon gets to kind of help set a standard. We have many other partners who do that, but I think obviously, given the size and the fact that they, they employ 1.3 million people, which wow. I, I still can't get my head around, like I can't imagine 1.3 million people just in general. So um, I think those are some of the most, uh, those are top of mind um, um Things are going on in Ira that I'm excited about. <laughs> and we're going to hear about those tonight. And the Amazon jobs, folks, are anything from the fulfillment center all the way up through the executive level. So uh, there are a number of different types of positions yep. for people. Um, <laughs> the one comment we got at NFB was, blind people work in the fulfillment center? Well, heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they do now. And uh, that, I, I love it. So that is just really, really exciting. So, let's get to the IRA news. We are currently at the Disability In Conference, and uh, we did our first exhibit hall booth today. If you or someone you know from your company is attending Disability In, stop by. The exhibits will be um, tomorrow from 1.15 to 4.15 Eastern Time, and we will be there. 
uh, Kevin Phelan and I will be there. So we'd be happy to talk to your company. We talked to a few interesting folks today and uh, we are going to be back tomorrow. If you're attending the conference, Disability Inn has Ira as an accommodation at the conference to provide you with visual info. And that promo you can find under the promotions tab, I do believe. So we will be starting on Friday, the 16th. We will be at the ACB convention. NFB was really fun this year. I think I think we all have finally gotten used to virtual, and we had a great time this year. We had the agents doing agent activities in the booth. We had great attendance at both of our sessions. And so now we're going to take that to ACB, and we are going to do very similar things. We will be in the exhibit area of ACB from Friday the 16th through Tuesday the 20th. And that will be from 12 a. I'm sorry, 12, better not be 12 a.m., 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern Time. And sorry, these are all in Eastern, but uh, it is, what is that, 9 to 2? Yes, 9 to 2 Pacific Time. So come and uh, check us out. We have a whole schedule of activities and fun things in the booth, including agent things. So check that out. And we will be putting the Zoom link out everywhere. So that's all the excitement that is going on here. I don't know if we can handle all that. But now for our section of the program for which we need the content warning, I would like to introduce Emily Hill in a feature that we do every few months of the year. I'll try to do it two or three times a year. And that is taking a look at our terms of service. Take it away, Emily. Thanks, Janine. Also, I love your description of agents doing agent things at NFB <laughs> because A, it's so big, but B, everyone on this call knows exactly what you're talking about, and I loved it. So let me start by saying, firstly, thank you for inviting me to talk to our Explorer community this evening on our expectations of agent explorer interactions. So as Ira, we see each and every call as a partnership. And in order for a partnership to work, it requires the fundamental building block that is a mutual respect for one another. When this respect of the other is violated, then the ability to continue the session fails because this trust has been broken and therefore the partnership cannot continue. So our expectations of our agents is that they treat each and every call with professionalism, a desire to solve problems, great customer service, and to handle Explorer data securely right? We all know that. But unfortunately, there's been a recent increase in the number of explorers who are violating IRA's terms of service, which is the other half of these expectations, right? So what IRA expects of the explorers and how they interact with our agents. So because this will result in explorers being either temporarily or permanently restricted from being able to utilize IRA, I wanted to go through some of these points that are really important that I've seen people kind of stumble and fail at lately and go over some specific scenarios as to why this, um, what types of things and requests are a violation of these different levels of our terms of service. So Please feel free. We will take questions at the end of this. If you have a further question that you would like to ask, explore community on the call. But please know also that this is not an exhaustive list of all of the types of scenarios that could result in the suspension or permanent termination of an explorer from being able to utilize the service. It's just a smattering of examples. If I were to go through each and everything, 
you'd be so bored of listening to me talk, you'd tune right out. So just going to give one quick example, or maybe two, if you're interested in hearing more for each of the different levels. But if you'd like to go through and read Iris Terms of Service, we do post this for you so that you can read through it and ensure that you are fully equipped and understand all of the different levels of the expectations between explorers and IRA and agents. So under the section in IRA's Terms of Service, titled General Prohibitions, we list out a few different things that dictate this interaction between explorer and agent. So explorers, when you agreed to join as an IRA explorer, you also agreed to our Terms of Service. When you did so, you agreed that you will not use IRA in any manner that is, one, an advertisement or endorsement of a product or service. Now, I know this is a little bit funky. You're like, how in the world would I use IRA as an endorsement of a product? For an example, perhaps you are running a GoFundMe campaign and you call into IRA and you ask the agent to send your GoFundMe campaign link to the other agents. Unfortunately, this would be a violation of this particular terms of IRA service because you're utilizing IRA as that advertisement for your campaign or as an endorsement of maybe a small business. Maybe you're trying to encourage agents to come. Maybe they live in your same neighborhood, whatever. Um, however the scenario plays out, that is an example of how the, you might accidentally violate this term of our service. So the second is you will agree to not use IRA in any manner that is knowingly false or intended to mislead, confuse, or deceive others. Well, how would I use IRA in a way that was knowingly false? Some examples might be misusing the IRA access promos. If you explorers call in using the demo offer and you are not trying to demonstrate the IRA service to a potential explorer, access partner, or agent, or some interested other person in your life, well, unfortunately, lying to your agent and telling them that you are doing so when there is nobody there is a violation of our terms of service. And it can result in either yourself being suspended from using the service, or in some significant examples, we might need to revoke the ability to actually use that IRA offer. So keep in mind that the IRA access offers all have listed on the free tab exactly what types of tasks you can call in and utilize those offers for. So please review those. Um, if there are ever updates, the updates will then be pushed through to your IRA app as well. So if there is something that changes in an offer, you will get the most up-to-date information on IRA access offers in your IRA app. But that's an example of how you might knowingly false or intend to mislead, confuse, or deceive the IRA service. The third is that you agreed that you will not use IRA in any manner that is illegal or, uh, I'm sorry, promotes illegal or harmful activities or substances. So for example, if you live in a state where marijuana is not legal, unfortunately, you cannot call in and ask your IRA agent to assist you in the purchasing of marijuana because it is illegal in the location where you live. Janine, I heard you come off mute. Did you have uh, <laughs> No, I was just um, I I'm I'm giving you color commentary here, um, but these are very and folks, these are all documented things that people have done to violate the terms of service. We're not just making them up. Thanks, Janine. Uh, the fourth thing that our explorers agreed to not do when you join the IRA service is be harassing, threatening, or insulting to others, including 
agents and other IRA users. And also included in that is our customer care team as well. So as an example of this, in a session, in a call, or in a third-party scenario, commentary about an agent's race, ethnicity, or country of origin, not allowed, right? So unfortunately, that is something that will result in either the temporary or permanent suspension of the explorer's ability to use the service. And it is not limited to just the agent's race, ethnicity, or country of origin. Anything that is categorized as harassing, threatening, or insulting to others, third parties, IRA people, other explorers, anything um, that is covered in term four. Moving on to term number five, you agreed to not use IRA in a manner that violates the privacy, publicity, moral, or any other proprietary right of other people. Now, an example of this might be cyberbullying. So requesting that an agent join you on TeamViewer and assist in, I think trolling is the word we use today, right? Trolling someone else online, that is an inappropriate use of the service and the agent will decline to assist in that scenario. And it could result in either the temporary or permanent suspension of your ability to use the service. Lastly, the last term that I want to highlight this evening is you also agreed to not use IRA in a manner that is defamatory, obscene, pornographic, vulgar, or offensive. So an example of this might be not placing your phone in privacy mode when using the restroom. If you call an agent while actively using the toilet, that is grounds for termination or suspension of your account. We provide you with a button for privacy mode. I know many of us utilize the agents to find restrooms, particularly in a location where it might be difficult. Think an airport as we start getting ready to travel again, or perhaps a very large restaurant where it's hard to kind of figure out where you are in space. And there's so many hallways, some of which lead to the kitchen, and you want to be sure you go down the right dark hallway, right? We've all been there. But once you reach that door, or even in your own home, be sure to place the agent on privacy mode. Otherwise, the agent will end the call. And again, it is terms for um, violating these uh, IRIS terms of service. Another example of this last piece is any request that is either intentionally or unintentionally pornographic. So an example of this might be perhaps you are asking an agent to provide descriptions of photos from your vacation and you send an email to an agent that has a couple of vacation photos and a couple of naked pictures on it. Well, unfortunately, that is a violation of IRIS terms of service. So all of these various terms are intended to result in the ability for our agents to be able to continue providing you with the level of service that you deserve to have provided. We want to have every interaction between IRA agents and IRA explorers be excellent. And so that is why we have this fundamental belief that without this mutual trust and respect of one another, the service just starts to break down. So I appreciate the opportunity to talk a little bit about some violations of our terms of service and how that might impact you as an explorer. I know this is a little bit more bare than we normally get with examples of how a person might either intentionally or unintentionally violate these terms of service. But that is because we want everyone to know upfront exactly what types of behaviors might result in a temporary or permanent suspension from the service. 
And Emily, the whole calling from the toilet does not just go for public places. That also goes for your home, unfortunately. Um, that seems to be a behavior a lot of us have drifted toward <laughs> um, as we use our phones for more and more things. But please remember that is not the place to call your agent from. Yeah, thank you, Janine. Um, I think that we all know, because we talk about it here on the Explorer Call pretty often, but use of IRA in a public restroom or any place where there is the legal terminology is something close to an expectation of privacy, right? So this could be maybe the locker room at the gym. Maybe it's a public restroom. Anywhere that an, a third party would have an expectation that you don't have a live video stream camera up and running. That is a place where it is actually illegal for Ira to assist you. So in those instances, think airport bathroom, we just immediately go ahead and end the call. But if you were to be actively using the toilet at your own home while in the middle of a session, if you need to go, just please tell your agent, hey, I'm going to set you down. I'll be back in two minutes and leave me on the kitchen table. Promise I won't be offended. But that taking me into the bathroom with you, that is exactly where we overstep the boundary. Now, I'm not saying that you cannot use Ira doing a different type of task in your own private bathroom. For example, I have personally sorted through a lot, especially post-convention, toiletries with explorers, right? Maybe you go to the hotel, you have this little collection of, is this shampoo, is this conditioner? I myself and everybody else I know keeps those little toiletries in their bathroom. So yeah, let's sort through them, right? But that's an entirely different scenario than if you were to be actively using the restroom while on the agent call. So thanks, Janine. I think it's an important distinction. Absolutely. So, Emily, do we want to take a couple questions here on this particular issue? Yeah, I'd love to if anyone has further questions or clarifications that are required. Sure. Why don't we do that if folks would like to raise their hands and Emily will grab you and... Uh... Yeah, I see a couple of hands. Tony's hand shot right up. I don't seem to have ability to allow Tony oh, to talk. Right. You don't, but let me... Hang on. I shall... Whoops. I got him. Oh, you got him? Okay. Great. Great. Hey, Tony. Awesome. Hi, Tony. And you may have to unmute. Audio there we go. There you are. Hi, Tony. Um, I had a question um, kind of related to that. Um, I had an issue. I was trying to do something, and I this is when I had the Horizon kit, and I was trying to do something. I was putting put a lanyard. I was doing some testing, and the call activated, and I was not in a position to talk to an agent. If that happens, if I put the camera on a table, does that block your guys' view? Because I can't see what the camera is doing. And yeah, Tony, thanks for asking. It sure does. So if you were to place the phone face down on a surface. I said to the agent, I'm sorry, something happened. My uh, horizon is acting up. I'm not in a position to talk to you right now. I said, I, I, and I apologize to her. I felt really bad. And I think it was Amy or something. I said, I said look, Amy, I'm really sorry about this. I didn't realize the way the thing was facing, I was trying to put it in a lanyard. And so, yeah, so if you put the camera face down, that's what I thought because sometimes I'll do that with Team Viewer when I, mm -hmm. when I get the uh, agent like you or, um, or uh, Kenya or whoever, I'll, then I'll put the phone down, flat down. So I, um, I'm glad to know that that, that happens. And I'm, I appreciate you guys bringing this up. Yeah, oh, Tony, thanks for asking. Awesome. Um, so next up, I saw Carlos. Hey. And hello there, Carlos. Hi there. How are you? Good. Good. Great. So, how are you? Good, good. So, for example, like, 
you were talking about the restroom. Like if if I go to the restroom, I need to say, is there anything on the floor that the dogs make a mess? Did, is, did something drop? I stepped on something. I don't know what it is. You know, in like my private bathroom or, you know, I dropped something. That's okay, right? Yep. Agents are happy to assist with that as long as, important caveat, Carlos, I know this is not the question that you were asking, but the bathroom itself has a lot of reflective surfaces. So as long as, as you long are as personally you're wearing clothes. Absolutely, of course. Yep, yeah, then that works yeah, out I would say. Right. And uh, you mentioned something about uh, two things. Um, GoFundMe, like if you do a GoFundMe, can an agent help you post it on Facebook or, you know, you know, do stuff like that, not post it on the right or agents, for example, but, you know, fill out, do a GoFundMe form, you know, how you, yeah, you absolutely. Want yep. I know that the GoFundMe website itself is, it's fairly inaccessible. There's a lot of pictures on it, right? It's kind of hard to use and to navigate. There's lots of advertisements and things like that. So an agent would be happy to assist by remoting in via TeamViewer or another third-party remote access tool and assist you in creating and posting that it's where the explorer hypothetically, of course, this isn't what you're asking, right? But in the, in a hypothetical example where an explorer then says, "Great agent Emily, can you post this to the IRA team?" That would be the overstepping of oh, yeah. the terms yeah. of service. Well, that would make sense. Mm -hmm. And the last thing, what about when you are playing parts of a video, like you might want to see, oh, what's this scene on The Sopranos, or what's this scene on, you know? And, mm -hmm. you know, there's Tony Soprano shooting people and going crazy and whatever. I mean, because, you know, they say things like, you know, there could be some violence in some of those. You know how movies are nowadays. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Carlos, for me personally, the way that we look at this is our agents are all adults, right? If the request that you're making is not erotic, then that's a different story. Now, I personally love art museums. I especially love Renaissance painters. Right. And let me tell y'all, every single picture painted by a Renaissance painter, there is naked people in this picture. So right. if I were to take my IRA agents to the Met, right, and go through and look at some of these famous paintings, that is an entirely different scenario than really what we're talking about here, which is for purposes that are erotic in nature. Ah, so okay. art is kind of in a different category. Well, now, good. if you call me, not that you would say this, Carlos, but if someone else were to call me and say, well, I think art is the Victoria's Secret website. My friends no. know it is not. Uh, right. Uh, so like there, there is a differentiation uh, here and how these different types of things are handled, but it comes down to like, I'm not going to try to assign intent to the question that you are asking. So if there is anything that is perceived as being erotic in nature by our management team, by the agent themselves, that is grounds for ending the call and possibly suspension or termination of service. I would like to ask you one final request I can ask you now or later. I wanted to ask you something about IRA customer service because that's something I'm very interested in. And I don't know if maybe we could talk sometime because that's something I've been keeping asking about. I've done call center stuff, you know, and uh, I was very interested in knowing more about that position. So I'd love to talk to you about it personally or on a call or uh, if there was a way we could chat because I'd be interested in knowing if I could apply or something at some point. 
Thanks for asking, Carlos. We're not accepting applications for the customer care team at this time, but as soon as we are, that link will be posted live to our ira.io slash careers page. So I'd encourage you to keep looking at that. And also if anybody else is interested as well, um, keep an eye out on that screen. Your agents would be happy to utilize the job seeker promo to help you in applying, but I'm sure that you would find our application process pretty accessible as well. So thanks, Carlos. Great questions. I also saw Wenwei was third on the list. And I think Ryan gave me the magic power. Yeah, I was going to say. And then also, I was going to say, we do also have Clubhouse too. So if anybody is on Clubhouse, Clubhouse, we we also have two more questions. We'll take take Wenwei and then we will take someone from Clubhouse. And uh, then we will move on because we get a bunch of other stuff. Awesome. Hi, (laughs) Wenwei. Emily, I would like to ask you two questions. I'll make this quick. My first question is, would we be notified as explorers if we are um, violating IRA's terms of service? Because it sounds like this is a contractual relationship and it's general policy to be notified of such things. Yeah, or would we just be notified? Um, so... It depends. And honestly, it depends on the level of violation at which the explorer it has happened, right? So for example, if you are miss, well, hmm, I don't know if I want to give a necessarily like example of each level, but for example, if you were to call in asking an agent to describe pornographic material, okay, I'm not sending you a notice. I'm just blocking you from being able to use the service again, right? Because okay. at that point you have so far overstepped the boundaries that we are past being able to have a conversation about this. Now, if it is something that is not that, then probably you will receive a notification first. Uh, this is why it is important to ensure that your email address is updated with IRA. So if you are an explorer and it's been a while since you've checked your email address with IRA, the next time you call in, just feel free to ask the agent to double check which email address we have on file, because that is where you will receive the notification. It does not go through the app to your cell phone, but rather in an email. If we never receive any kind of notice, then we're probably in good standing. Can we assume that? Yep. Okay. I would say that that is a safe assumption. Okay, excellent. That's all I really want to know. Awesome. My second question is a question regarding pornographic content. Um, I want to know about a comment that you made earlier when you said that we're not really going to discuss the intent because pornographic content is pornographic content. However, in academia, we do analyze a lot of pornographic content. And I know that I've had to explain to an an explorer, sorry, an agent that my client is an entertainment lawyer. So we wanted to look at um, the nudity clause specifically, and she accepted that. So my question is, does it have to be explicit pornographic content? Because I know that you had said that the Victoria's Secret website is would not be interpreted as art, or would the request itself need to be about um, looking at or examining pornographic content for your own personal use or whatever? Yeah, one way, it's a good question. And there's lots of um, levels, right, to like where we kind of end up here, like lots of kind of shades of gray. So an agent, it really comes down to like the reason for the request. And I think perhaps this is maybe a little bit individual to you. And I'm happy to talk with you about it offline so we can ensure that there's no um, 
confusion there, but it, it also is a little bit of like, it's contextual, right? So for example, if I'm calling in because I am shopping and I'm looking for a new bra, that is an entirely different context than if I'm shopping quote unquote, but really I'm looking for descriptions of the models wearing the bra, okay. but I told the agent that I'm shopping for a bra. Like there's different that. types of questions that the right. explorer asks depending mm-hmm. upon what their end goal of the question is. Okay. So I can't tell you it's a science, right? It really comes down to like, at some point as a, another human, like you get to a point where you're like, oh wait, that was weird. Like suddenly we crossed a boundary from like, right. this is totally fine, to like, <laughs> yeah. now I am feeling weird. Okay. So as an example of this, which is outside of what you were asking, um, agents are absolutely happy to assist in wound care. So for example, perhaps you have recently had a surgery and need to double check the incision area and mm-hmm. are concerned about an infection, would like to take a picture and send it to your doctor. Mm-hmm. Great. Excellent use of the iris service, right? What an opportunity to grab some visual information. However, it is possible that you get connected with an agent who's like super squeamish. Now, my expectation would be in most cases, the agent should just swallow their like swallow their squeamishness and be able mm-hmm. to answer that question. But it is possible that they cannot do that, right? And so we have other support structures in place for that agent to be able to say to you, Explore Emily, I would love to do this for you, but I just cannot. Let me get you connected to my manager and they are happy to assist you with double checking the incision site, taking the picture and sending it to your doctor. Like, so like that type of scenario, so different from kind of what it is that we're talking about, but it is an important distinction in the expectations of how this relationship of this brand new world that we're all forging together, a visual interpretation, like how this works. Well, as long as the pornographic (laughs) request, quote unquote, is not ambiguous, then it wouldn't necessarily result in grounds of immediate termination of service. I'm going to do that thing where people say maybe and sidestep a little bit, which I had my camera on. You could see that I totally did sidestep. <laughs> um, let's talk later. Okay. Uh, I think that perhaps I, you're in a I do have genuine category. needs that may yeah. or may not um, force me to look at pornographic um, content. That yeah, academia is kind of a weird... Yep. Yeah. Academia is just kind of a weird beast, isn't it? So yeah. uh, you and I can talk later. Uh, I feel like you're maybe in a little bit different of a category than some of these okay. others. Thank you, Emily. I appreciate you. Awesome. Great questions. Well, let's go over to Clubhouse with Shay. Um, yes, we do see your hands on Zoom. I just like like removing them and putting them back up. It's it does it, there's a queue. So if you do that, it does put you at the bottom of the queue. So I do want to mention that. Um, so yeah. do we have anybody on Clubhouse who has a question or would like to to uh, for Emily? And if we do have something specifically for Emily right now, um, we can take that or we can hold on to everybody um, and bring them up on stage and, and find out where they're at. But also um, we can go into Ryan's uh, portion of the program and we're going to go long tonight folks because <laughs> oh yeah sure you are gonna have <laughs> i'll try to get guys. through my spiel quick and so we can get to your guys's questions yeah. but i did promise janine i would take all of your guys's questions today so yes yes um, <clears> o'clock <throat> is my cutoff time okay 
And let me just Perfect. add here. Um, this is Emily again, everyone. Mm-hmm. So you, if you are looking for questions that um, are in line with this conversation that we're having right now, but we are unable to get to you, please feel free to contact our care team. So support at ira.io and they will forward that message onto me and I'm happy to reply to you directly. I know that this is kind of one of those like strange conversations where it's very situational. Yeah. Hey, Shay. Okay. Sorry. I'm not sure what happened, but I fixed it. Um, we do have somebody on clubhouse, but because I don't know what the question is, if you want to wait till the end, we can do it that way. Let's go ahead and bring them on and we will, uh, we will be happy to take their one question and then we can move on to Ryan. All right. Nikki Garfio. You may have to accept some things, but you should be good. There we go. So welcome to everyone in Clubhouse. We're always excited to have our Clubhouse family here. We have a lovely discussion on Monday. Uh, and Emily has put okay, that Nikki, up. Can you hear us, Nikki? Welcome to everyone. Photo Nikki Garfio. Nikki Garfio. And Emily has put the email address in the chat. And so we're going to give Nikki a second here. Oh, there she is. Oh, there you are. There we go. Hi, Nikki. What can we do for you? Um, so I don't even know how to, if it's considered a question or not. But um, last semester, I had to do a Google survey. Thank you. Here you have the case of water. Yes, thank you. Um, Moving your voice over. Yes. Yes, give me a second. I have to go grab my ID. Um, so I, what I was asking is I conducted a survey and after Emily went over the, the terms of service, I think I violated the service. Okay. Well, thanks, Nikki. Um, I'm not going to go back and retroactively look for that session. So you can rest assured you won't hear from me there. Um, but the reason we're talking about it is just so we're all more cognizant of what these terms of service and possible violations are. So rest assured, I'm not coming after you right now. Um, we're, we're all good. Uh, just wanted to be, make sure that all of our explorers were on the same page about what our expectations are today and what might happen um, if something were to happen. And if you have any questions in the future, you're going to be doing a project that you're thinking, hmm, I wonder, you know, um, please feel free to call us or write email support and ask. Just ask. We're happy to go over it with you and and figure things out. So, all righty. Well, now I'm going to throw it over to Ryan, and uh, he's he's busy. (laughs) I'm going to throw it over to Ryan now to talk about the roadmap. Now, we talked about this. We had a lovely session that appeared in your podcast feed uh, from NFB. But Ryan's going to give you the, the so short and sweet, and then we are Voice going to question. Raise hands. Dismiss. Button. Others in the room. I would like to shake it. Room. Others in the room. Aaron John. Rip August. Connection. Ah. Okay. Sorry. Somebody muted me, and I was trying to unmute Oops. myself. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so how are you guys doing? Um, so as Gene said, we did have a product roadmap session um, at NFB. And so I really wanted to bring that to the Explorer call for those of you that either didn't have time to listen to the podcast, couldn't do it, whatever not. Um, so I'm going to quickly um, <laughs> overview what's upcoming at uh, IRA um, and on our roadmap. Before I do that, I want to quickly go over what a roadmap is for those that may or may not know it. Um, so a roadmap in IRA terms um, and in, in normal product terms is a, a commitment to what we plan to do in the next year. Um, so what I'm going to be saying here um, is something that we are going to do in the next year. Uh, I don't have release dates yet. So just preemptively to answer any questions yet, we don't have any set dates. Nothing is um, is is completely built out yet. So uh, you know, how these things may or may not work. Um, you know, we may have some of the answers, we may not, but we will get you as many as we can. Um, but these are definitely commitments within the next year that we are going to be doing. Um, so with that being said, um, let's get into roadmap. Um, and there is a lot, lot guys, like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really excited uh, to, to bring this to you guys today. So um, the first thing that we will commit to doing, and I would probably say this will be uh, one of the first things um, will be IRA for desktop. Um, so I gave some data in the uh, in 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 the convention, but I will say that you know over the past you know three years we we we've been looking for other ways to branch out in the IRA service. Um, and a lot of our that we've noticed have been on the computer. Um, they've been online, you know, we've in the past done team viewer, um, but <clears throat> we wanted to, um, we wanted to give you guys something that would be better. So really IRA for desktop is a seamless way of getting connected to your agent. So instead of calling IRA, entering this, this meeting ID, you know, doing all this other stuff, having an application on your desktop where you can click call and then, um, giving a confirmation of, yes, I would like the agent to be able to control my computer. And then having access and having your agent be able to access is is prime for us. Um, and so that is one of the things that we would really like to do and will be doing for you. Um, along with that, um, I'm going to jump around a little bit. But one of the things that you guys are going to hear me here say in the next upcoming little while is app parity. Um, what is app parity? Well, right now, when you open up your iPhone app and you open up, if you have one, an Android app, they look very different. Um, they, they, the Android app is also missing some features. Um, it doesn't have everything that the iOS app does have. We at iRed do not like that. Um, and so over the next coming weeks, actually, you're going to start seeing a lot of changes to the Android app uh, that is going to put it in line with uh, the iPhone app, especially on the bugs front. Um, we've been told a lot that there are some uh, some interesting Android bugs. Most of you know them. I won't call them out here, um, except for maybe like the photo bug, um, stuff like that. So we are really digging into that, getting that fixed. Um, so that way you guys can uh, pick up a phone. Uh, the, uh, the end goal for this one, then we'll see this completed when you can pick up in a phone, whether that be iPhone or Android, open the iRap and and see the same layout of an app. Um, 
you know, it's iPhone, it's Android, it's going to be eh, a little different. But I mean, you'll you'll at least know where things are in your Ira app, regardless of what type of phone you're, you've picked up. Um, so I'm looking forward to that one. That one's a big one. Um, and then the next three that I'm going to talk to you guys about um, on our roadmap has to deal with calls. Um, and I think, um, I think my first one that I'm going to bring to you guys, like there's a, a little bit of a, a story about that, but like today when you call Ira and you need a new or different agent, maybe that agent is at end of shift. Maybe you called Ira and you're like, Hey, you know, do you have time to, do you have time to do this task? Well, I, my shift's about to end. Um, right now you have to hang up and call back. And we know that that's not the right way to do this. Um, Believe me, it's uh, as an explorer, I, I feel you. Um, so one of the first things that we uh, wanted to build in call management is call transfer. And so what this is going to do is it's going to allow an agent, uh, let's say they're at the end of shift. Let's say you, you know, great example of um, one of Emily's uh, points that she brought up earlier about looking at maybe a wound or, or something like that. If, if you, the agent feels uncomfortable or whatnot, they'll be able to instantly transfer you over to another agent or maybe their agent manager who will be able to take that call and uh, be able to help you out. And we will be able to do that without having you have to call back. Um, And so that right there is a huge thing um, for us. Uh, And I think along with that goes with our next set of things that we would like to do. Um, which is when you start a call with Ira. So right now you start a call and I will say like, as of right now, we aim to answer every call in 10 seconds or less. That's never going to change. Um, you know, I've, well, I won't say that, but I'll say as we continue on, we're going to strive to keep that as our, as our, as our goal. However, there are times when maybe you don't want to call right away. Maybe you, maybe you want to, maybe you know that tomorrow you're going to go to the mall and you need to do something that's going to take longer. Or maybe you, maybe you just want to know how many calls are in front of you, you know, or maybe you're taking a few minutes, seconds longer to get answered and, and you want to know why we are going to create what I call call scheduling, queuing and callbacks. Um, and so y'all know that like, we, we had, uh, we had the same problem with our customer care, uh, back in, what is it? 2018. I want to say it was, um, where we weren't meeting those, those thresholds. And what we learned is that call queuing, um, and callbacks were definitely the, the answer. And I think you guys felt that too, once we released it. And so we already have a lot of that infrastructure in place. And so we really wanted to. Uh, um, brand agent uh, pool as well. Um, and so imagine like you don't get answered right away, and you your IRA app just rings for you, and you're able to click a button, go right back into your IRA app. Um, and then um, I'll go into more details about any of these if you guys want to. I just want to overview it so we can get to questions. Um, the last one in calling um, is going to be about matching. Um, and so this is where I want to pull that data in. So before the pandemic, we did about 10% of our calls 
were navigation calls. I know, 10%. And, and, and you know, it, it's, it takes a few minutes to, to take that one in. Um, and then during the pandemic, we dropped down to about 4% of calls. Um, and now we're, we're slowly arcing that back up a little bit. We're about 5 or 6% now. But um, navigation is one of those very critical things where um, you really want to get an agent and you who have like the best, uh, I, re- I wouldn't say relationship, but an agent who really knows what they're doing in regards to navigation. Not to say that all of our agents can't do nav because they can. Um, but there are some that like it more than others or some, you know, whatever. And so we want to match you with those agents. And if you have a task like that, we know that's also going to be a little bit of a longer task as well. And so maybe we don't want to have to worry about making you have to get your call transferred or make you have to call back. So the first iteration of call matching is going to be for navigation setup. And that will be uh, with a button in your app where you'll be able to, you know, call and say, I want to do navigation. But we're going to take that a little bit further later on too. So the first stage one of call matching will be navigation matching, but eventually imagine tech assisting, um, website assisting, maybe those team viewer tasks where you can get agents who just love doing those, uh, you know, and we can kind of see how long those tasks are going to be and hopefully give you the best time for you. Um, so those are my, my call setups and intents. Um, and then my last one on the roadmap that we want to focus on um, which I think everybody will be happy about, uh, and then we'll get to questions here, is going to be user and agent feedback revamping. So what is that? Um, right now, when your call ends, you're rating, well, the call task, right? And you have good or poor. But I think a lot of the question, you know, when, when a lot of people do this is who, who, what, who am I rating? What am I rating? Am I rating the call? Am I rating how I, you know, how me and the agent work together? Am I rating, you know, what am I rating? And so that's a question that we want to solve by creating a different feedback clarity on what you're rating. I will throw in because I, you know, I liked to that it's always going to remain anonymous to that agent. And so the feedback that you submit at the end of a call will continue to remain private and the agents will not see it. Um, it will go, you know, to the, the agent management team or to, you know, to Emily, but we want it to be clearer for you. So that way you can give us clearer feedback on where we can improve. And so that's definitely on our roadmap as well. I know that's a lot of things. So I'm happy to take any questions um, on that. Maybe you have some other ideas. Um, there's there's a lot there. Uh, I can expand on anything if you if you would like me to. Um, Ryan, but, I'm going to ask uh, you the so you one know. question that everybody, oh. you know this Hit question. It, I'm not going to get out my bell, I promise. I promise. <laughs> but I am going to ask you the question, when are we getting a wearable? All right. So let me first say he's plotting um, how he's going to uh, to initiate my demise here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So, and and Troy's here too. I mean, you can, you can agree with me here on this. I think, Um, you know, I think we've learned guys that Ira is not going to be a hardware company. Um, And we are the glasses just for us uh, directly supporting glasses from Ira will not happen. Um, now 
That's not to say that we will not have wearables or anything like that. So we're looking at other markets, uh, other places that may have it. May that be Apple Glass? May that be whatever that may be? Hold on, because there's more. Um, <laughs> we also on the on one of our on our roadmap would like to develop an IRA SDK. Um, and so what this tool allow us to do is things over the IRA platform um, and integrate with third-party software um, and hardware. Uh, so that could mean that you know maybe there's a pair of glasses that come out that have the ability to work with IRA. Um, I think like directly, I will say that I have three main standards for a wearable. Right, it's affordable. It works with the IRA infrastructure, and it's manageable, maintainable. You know, and it, there's not as much of a delay. Um, I I think the the GoPros definitely have some some hope in them, but the delay is just really bad going through quick support, and I'm not a fan of that quick support anyway. So, uh, <laughs> but you know, I think we're watching the hardware market. Um, Ira directly will not be a hardware supplier. Um, but we will aim to work with as many third-party things as possible. Yes, I'll leave that hanging there. You guys can uh, see where that's going if you'd like. Um, but... That was your question. You may find another one. <laughs> okay, so shall we? Shall we go to the crowd? We should. So okay. I will go ahead and call on people here. And again, we will see your hands raised. There is a queue of you. So I will try to get as many as possible. We do see all of your hands. So the first person I see is Kenny. Let's go yep. ahead and go to Kenny. Yep. Okay. And see here. there we go. And Kenny, we just brought you in. You may have to unmute. Good evening, everyone. Hello evening. there, sir. Doing great. I just have two quick questions. Um, my first question is, are y'all doing any beta testing for the app? And if so, how would one get to join that? Mm -hmm. So beta testing um, externally is still being uh, planned out. Um, we, we are working on getting our, our beta testing set up. So what will happen um, the way I envision it anyway is now, I, I say that here, but my my goal is to send out some forms to get some devices to set up some people who are, um, you know, to send that out to the Explorer community for Android, for for iPhone, um, and then we can get you in on that. Uh, as well as I will also throw it out our Dynamic Insight group when that joins up. Um, by being a member of the Dig group, you also do get added to the beta testing group as well, and that application will be opening up. What Janine probably mid August. Probably um, mid-August, yes. We're yeah, I would say mid-August. Mid so to early September, yes. And so, yep. so, and um, for those of you that were a part of that um, already, uh, I know some. Uh, you guys mm -hmm. will get entered in that. You guys are already entered into that, so no worries there, um, as well. So definitely stay tuned for beta testing. It will come soon. Yes, we will have a, a way for you to enter your information to become a beta tester. And one more question. This yep. involves Ira. Um, if you have your phone in landscape mode, I, I thought y'all had a way where um, the agents could take advantage of that and the image wouldn't be sideways. 
Um, yeah, I'm Kenny. Yeah. So this is Emily. And okay. most of us have our phones on lock. So if you were to rotate your phone, it does not move the photo from portrait to landscape. If you would like the agent to be able to utilize the landscape mode, simply unlock that function on your phone. I have an iPhone, so I find mine in the control center. And then when you rotate your phone, it will be in landscape mode. I will recommend also, uh, just be careful if you do that, because sometimes if you then have another call later that you wanted to use a normal version for, uh, it could, as a person's hand goes back and forth, you know, I talk with my hands. So as my phone goes back and forth, then the photo rotates and re-rotates as well. I, I did unlock my device and 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 put it in landscape mode, and it and the I, the agent still had the image sideways, and, and so I was like, God, did you did iOS take it away? Tested this, but like, have to be off a call to do it, Emily, or does it work in real time? No, no I, it I, should work in real time. So anytime okay. you unlock that portrait to landscape it should be able to then allow you to uh, rotate the camera for the agent so kenny it sounds like maybe you found yourself a bug cheers yeah. uh, well, <laughs> i did the unlock and then i opened Ira and then had it in land and made the call and um and they complained that it was everything was sideways and I, if we could if we, yeah uh, what ends up happening often kenny is when the ios updates come through on a phone mm -hmm. often it impacts the way that an app can interact with your phone right. itself so maybe that's what happened and there's something that we need to update on our end to make sure it's working properly but the intention is there it should rotate when you want it to right and the, 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 the closest time i ever seen y'all do that was whenever the iphone 11 pro uh stuff came out that, that's when y'all mm -hmm. was able to do the landscaping and then Yep. Just I got a device, not a device. I got a harness type deal that only did landscape, and the, the agents were having all sorts of issues. And they they inferred that a lot of people, um, you know, weren't able to, um, you know, the landscape was was not working. And and so I thought, huh, I could have swore you had that open. And uh, basically, it's it seems to be uh, stuck. You have reported the bug to the right people. You have, there. yeah, definitely. <laughs> and let me let me like this, throw this out there really quick. Like Emily said, guys, if you sorry, Ryan, your audio is going wonky on us. What is it still? There we go. Yep. Okay. Um, if you guys find stuff like that, or if you you know we had something and we and we it's just it wasn't working, you know, or it's not doing anything now feel free to tell our customer care team. Like they will always be able to report to us there. They have a direct line to you know, get bugs into us and we can get those solved. So um, don't hesitate to bother our customer care team. They love to um, answer your, fix your bugs here. I'm going to move on to Sharon. All right. Hi, Sharon. Good evening, everyone. Hi. Good evening. Hi. Uh, first of all, I just want to say I'm really excited about the idea of the call uh, transfer. Um, cause I've had that happen a couple of times when somebody is going off shift and I have felt badly to keep them on and they, they kind of wanted to finish the task, but needed to leave too. So <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a fabulous idea. Um, and I also, um, like the idea of a matching, um, whenever, whenever that can happen. Um, the one question I had was when you call into IRA, you get billing, I think of technical support. 
if one of us wanted to speak speak with, say, Emily or Janine, how does that happen? Because they're though their numbers are not listed. Yeah, thanks, Sharon. I'll take that one. So sure. we actually don't have direct lines here at IRA. Um, oh, one okay. of the side effects of being a fully remote company is we actually don't have uh, any phone numbers. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so okay. always feel free to call customer care or send customer care an email and they will direct it behind the scenes and get you an answer or an update as possible. Oh, all right. Thank you so much. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. All righty. Who do we have next here? All right. So next we are going to talk to Maria. Hello, Maria. And you may need to unmute there. I do see you got prompted. <laughs> and I know that the Zoom app has sort of shuffled a few things on the mobile side. I know my folks so in Australia were, were having difficulty with it. Yeah. While we're waiting for Maria, let's talk to Cindy. And as soon as we get Maria, All we right. will go back to you. All right. Yeah. Hello, Cindy. Oh, no. It's the curse of the unmutes, guys. It is. I was going to say. <laughs> ah, see, we had this happen on our Australia call, too, where we had a lot of trouble muting and unmuting. It was just... Um, Hi, guys. Hello there. Hey, how's it going? So, I broke... I don't know what happened to Clubhouse. Um, It broke. Oh, no. Oh. So, that's one thing I wanted to say, and I'm sure you guys didn't let me... It didn't get to me finish the question or the comment I had mm -hmm. um what did you guys all get before I re-say it again um why don't you remind us of it again okay so you were worried about I, you were worried so about I pretty much yeah. said that I think I violated our terms of service because I had to do a google survey last semester and I uh Arabella agent helped me fill it out but I wanted it to go because I needed the survey to go to outside of my community, so outside of college. And so I I didn't mean to send that ticket. I thought it was a good idea for me to request that ticket. But after going through this meeting, now I realize this is not the best choice. Okay. Thanks, Cindy. Um, hey, yeah, hey, like, hey. hey, so I, I answered your question earlier, but Clubhouse broke, as you said, so I think you missed it. Uh, the bottom line is I'm not coming after you. We're, we're good. Thank you for letting me know. Um, just wanted to really go over our terms of service today so that everybody's on the same page about what our expectations are. And this mm -hmm. way there are no surprises in the future. So thanks for okay. self-identifying. We appreciate you and, um, we're good. So thanks. Yeah, Cindy. no worries. No, thank you for what you guys do. And thank you for making sure we get the services we need. So that was pretty much it. And no, I didn't hear you at all when you made that comment about Clubhouse Broke. Yep. Yep. Well, thanks Sorry. for joining us. We're happy to have you. Exactly. All righty. So cool. All right. We are going to next talk to Skylar. Hello, Skylar. All right. Um, I believe I'm unmuted. Can you hear me? You are. Yep. 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 Okay, perfect. So I just want to say first, I'm really uh, excited about all of the roadmap. It's going to be great. Um, so my question is specifically to call matching, which I think is awesome, you know, to get an agent who is um, just 
not specialize, I guess is the right word, but just uh, has a strength in one area that you need to do at this particular time, um, the call. So, but I'm thinking, so you said it's going to start off with navigation um, and then go into other areas. And you said there will probably be a button within the app where you can, it will be probably like a menu which have these different choices and you just click the one that you're calling about. So um, if we don't need any of those choices, like if we're just doing a general task that any agent can do, like reading something that's, you know, not not very, it's just more of a general task, I guess, um, we'll still be able to just click the normal call IRA button and yeah. get connected with anyone. Okay, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Okay. So yeah. imagine like, imagine like there's, I don't know, three buttons on the screen. There's the call IRA, right? You know, call IRA button. There's the call IRA with message or call IRA with task, you know, whatever we decided to label that. Right? Oh, nice. Yeah. And then, you know, even under that, like there will be a call IRA with general task or something like that. Like, so just, you know, imagine there's, you know, there, there's just another button that's added that goes into another menu. Oh, um, nice. Okay. To. Yeah, I figured so. That would just be, um, I was just trying to think of every possible scenario I could think of. Like, no, I love it. it. Yeah, <laughs> cool. Thank you very much. This yeah. is why we bring stuff up here with you guys here. It makes this, you know, uh, case it's perfect. So thanks, Scott. Oh, you're welcome. Awesome. And All do right. we have any uh, comments from <laughs> I'm not sure if we do or not, or a way to look we at those. Might. Let's see. Right, I'm sad the clubhouse is broken, but um, we will have office hours, folks. Um, probably... Yep. Later next week, they will probably be on Wednesday because we'll be at ACB on Monday. So those will be on probably uh, Wednesday afternoon. My screen, oh, there it is. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So while we are looking, um, yeah, there was a question for Emily um, back from Mabelin uh, that says, um, "When finding restrooms and other places with Ira, will that affect calls?" I'm guess I, I don't know if you're like, are you asking? Will finding Agents restrooms are happy to assist in finding restrooms? That is yeah. no problem. The violation boundary happens if a person were to take Ira into the bathroom. So again, that is because in a public location, it's actually illegal for us to be there. Uh, you can't have any kind of recording device with you in a location that has an expectation of privacy. So locker rooms, public bathrooms, things like this. Um, in your home, I'm not saying that you can't walk into your home. I am saying you must wear clothing and you cannot call Ira from the toilet. So those are some of the ways, or from the shower, you know, fill in the blank here. So uh, tasks in the bathroom. Hey, is this my shampoo or conditioner? No problem. Hey, I'm cleaning out my medicine cabinet that I haven't touched in a month. Great. Um, uh, we'll start, when we start dancing over that line, then then it starts to be actually the problem. So thanks for your question, my friend. Maria, I feel horrible. I'm trying so hard to unmute you, and it's just not working. Um, <laughs> we are so sorry. Okay, if I don't get your question answered, please ask customer care, and they will ask me. Uh, <laughs> yes, and if you can get, to although the chat. I saw your hand raised up, with, I saw your hand raised up with Emily too. So if you yes. like one of us will get your question answered, I promise. I feel horrible. It's just not. It, 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 if you're able to get it, I'll leave the prompt up on your screen. If you're able to get it. Um, we'll move on while we're waiting for Maria to Jerry. I Hello? see your hand, Jerry. There's Maria. Oh, we, oh, we got you. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Hello there. Thank you for letting me know. I wasn't sure it was myself. Uh, and I 
wasn't really looking at the screen at the point. Sorry about that. No, no worries. So, I felt yeah. bad. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, my question was uh, thank you for the for the kind of answer. I was kind of uh, wondering in the privacy mode, um, how do you activate? And then also, um, what's been uh, what's it possible to see when that's activated? Because I thought I could hear something about the airport or something like that. So I don't really know how it works. Yeah, great question, Maria. So on when you're in a call with an IRA agent, there is a button that pops up on your screen that says privacy mode. If you are visual and looking at it, it looks like a little lock on both the iOS and the Android device. Otherwise, I think VoiceOver reads it as privacy mode yeah, privacy off mode. and then privacy mode on, um, depending upon what stage you're in. As soon as you engage privacy mode, it keeps your agent on the line, but it cuts off the real-time video and audio connection that you have with them. So they're unable to see anything through your camera or hear anything through your microphone, and you should not hear them either. So this is a benefit when, for example, in an airport restroom, you have probably already told the agent what it was that you were doing there, right? Where are you going? Which gate are you looking for? Et cetera. So the benefit to keeping the agent on the line is then they're still your agent when you're done. You just go into the restroom. And then when you exit that restroom, you disengage privacy mode and it will pop the agent right back up as if they never left and you two can continue on your merry way. But the benefit of it is that it blocks both the audio and video side. Important okay. thing to know too with privacy mode that I do want to add is that whilst you are on the call with the agent, whether you are in privacy mode or not, it does still take your minute. Um, right now anyways so if you engage privacy mode know that it will still take minutes from your account um that does not stop so if you um just just something to add on to that in case people didn't have that question yep absolutely okay. thank you very much maria and let's move all right on. and jerry yes can y'all hear me we, sure we can, can. Yep. okay i have two questions about ira desktop or desktop for ira mm -hmm. um, what devices will it, what machines will it run on? And can I run it on more than one machine? And not obviously not use it at the same time on two machines, but have it on two machines. So right now we are looking at Windows and Mac operating systems for the <laughs> launch. Um, now, I know there's like Chrome boxes and all sorts of other computers out there. We will hopefully get those eventually, um, but it'll definitely be Windows and Mac for the beginning launches. Um, as for, can you run it on multiple devices? Um, you know, I think like this goes back to what I was saying, like about app parity. Like, I think you should be able to have your IRA account signed into on multiple devices personally. Um, like I, I hate the fact that you have to log out, log back in on other devices. And so I would say, you know, <laughs> that would be the goal. Um, if we were to launch it today, however, like, uh, you know, and I'll say that like, we would have to make that change. So as of right today, like you can't do any uh, multiple devices with IRA, but like my goal on the roadmap for launch would be, yes, you can have your desktop signed in, phone signed in, so it won't kick your phone off your account. But I have, um, for instance, that, a desktop so. and a laptop? Yes. And that would be the, yeah, I mean, that eventually, yes. Okay. Eventually, it's fine. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Excellent. And Love the questions, guys. Yeah, these are great questions. And believe it or not, these are not questions that we, uh, most of them are not 
questions we haven't heard before. So I uh, love it. All right, let's go. It. Um, let's see. Let's go to okay. who is next? Uh, Aaron. Aaron, yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. There we go. And you will need to unmute. Are you unmuting too? Uh, no, actually. I Hello. Don't. Okay, okay. There we go. No, no, no. I think we're already there. <laughs> yep. Okay. Hey, Aaron. I was. Hello, Aaron. Hi. Yeah, this is Aaron. I'm actually calling from the Philippines, and I'm so glad that you have an explorer this time. Oh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So wow. I just wanted to know um, the updates regarding the IRA Global. Wow. That is one thing that I didn't mention on the roadmap, yes. but is definitely there. Um, <laughs> so IRA Global is definitely still here um, and, and definitely still happening. Um, so I'll talk a little bit about that real quick. Um, there is a form on ira.io forward slash global. If you know somebody in another country, if you are in another country like Aaron here, uh, go fill that form out. Uh, have that person fill that form out that's in the other country. And um, the way this is going to work is it's going to be a progressive rollout. Um, and so we will take the people who have filled out that form and start rolling out in those countries. Um, and you'll get an email uh, if you fill out the form once we are about to start rolling out in your country. So no fear there. Um, you will be contacted. You will be uh, let know. But yes, Ira Global is still happening. Um, and uh, it is still something we will yep. be doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, one last question. Mm -hmm. um, I just I just wanted to know if I'm violating any terms of service because I'm uh, using Ira from here and uh, I'm trying to be, I mean, I activated it using a mobile number that's coming from supported countries because currently it's not supported here in our country. Well, Aaron, don't tell my boss who's on this call, but yeah, I was gonna as say, long yeah. as you are calling via a supported country's phone number, there is nothing in my system that will ping you as being outside of a supported country. So this is not an official recommendation to uh, continue on the way that you've been doing, but sure glad to have you as an explorer and looking forward to uh, seeing some of those beaches. When we look at the technicalities <laughs> of that, Aaron, like people in the United States can go to other countries. So for all we know, you're just visiting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you very much, guys, for answering thank my questions. You. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. Spread the Absolutely. word in the Philippines about I And hey, we're, Aaron, we're glad to have you here. Thank welcome from the Philippines. Absolutely. All right. So, All right. Uh, let's who is next. We can take a couple more here. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, let's go. Yeah, down. we can go till Autumn. 930, so we can take a couple more. Let's see. Autumn. Okay. Mm -hmm. Hello. Uh, right. Hello. Um, I had a question, and this was kind of like during a navigation around a mall the other day that myself and ma my fiance took using my IRA. The agent was kind of confused when I hit a certain point, a certain area in a target, and she kept saying, "Oh, your audio and your." video is not like I can't see you and I can't hear you is that like is that because of me it depends. or it depends it really is the area that you're in um okay. and so when you go into stores like Target I always recommend checking out the store wi-fi um because okay. nine times out of ten um and 
just for for some explanation here, when you go into stores like Target, especially um, when you get near like the refrigerator aisles and all that, mm-hmm. you're going to see a lot of interference from the from in, in data, just with all the electronic and with everything going on there. And you're going to see the agents will have a hard time uh, seeing uh, through the dashboard because it'll be so delayed. Sometimes the video will, will the connection won't even be able to catch up. Um, and when you move from that area, you'll find that that will work again. Um, then the store Wi-Fi I've seen will handle that a lot better in some situations. Uh, I won't say all of them, uh, but <laughs> uh, it, it definitely tends to be a more uh, solid uh, connection issues when you're in dedicated stores or malls. Okay. Um, I also had another question, but this was more for Emily. Um, if let's say myself and my fiance are in the food court at the mall and we really need to use the restroom and I can't like, obviously I can't go in with him. Um, how would we go about finding someone who like a security guard who would help him in and out of that particular restroom? Thanks for asking, Autumn. So uh, the agent is happy to assist you in finding someone who works at that area. This is something we do a lot at malls or airports, you name it, right? Um, Unfortunately, there's nothing that we can do about the fact that Ira is not allowed in the public restroom. So that is a legal requirement. We can't get around it. But in that way, we would be happy to help you find somebody. Just let the agent know, hey, can you help me find someone who works here at the mall? I would like to ask them to assist me in the restroom. And the agent would be happy to keep an out. Usually they're wearing like um, security guards are, are often wearing like uniforms that are very visibly kind of stick out. Or sometimes um, the custodial staff might be wearing like a reflective vest or something like that. So they're generally pretty easy to pick out. The hard part is actually finding the person. Yeah. Thank you. While we're on that topic, Emily, I, I saw another question on YouTube that, ah, um, excellent. that I want to quickly ask because it was good. Um, one, a while back, Ira was saying, that we uh, that that we could do it, and then they heard that they, we couldn't is is basically the way easy way of saying it. So, is Ira allowed to do a cursory scan when you walk into a restroom, like a brief, like five second? This is where this is. This is where this now, is. No, that was a rumor yep. that was circulating. However, again, it is not up to Ira to decide yep. whether or not we can engage with a person in a location with an expectation of privacy. It is actually a legal requirement. So, Brilliant. no, we are unable in a public restroom or a locker room at your gym, you name it, um, to assist in even a cursory scan. Your agent will need to either will either ask you to hang up the phone. Uh, or put us on privacy mode. If you do not do either of those things, the agent will just simply end the call because um, it, it is it's important. I like I understand like this is a really hard task that would be awesome if Ira could step in and assist with, but unfortunately, it's not up to us. Yep, much as we would love to, and believe me, Ryan and I know the the we feel the pain. <laughs> oh the yeah, struggle is real. But oh um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, All right, we'll take a couple more questions. Yeah, got a couple um, more here. I just see a couple more. So, Tony, do we have? All right. Hello there. Hi again. Um, What's your news about Minneapolis? Yes, Tina was wondering about that. 
Oh, Minneapolis, the uh, Metro Transit, Metro Transit in Minneapolis is they are doing a trial of IRA. uh, the IRA for their transit system. And this is a really cool trial. So if you have friends in the Minneapolis St. Paul area, please let them know about this because this trial, unlike others that we've worked with, this one, if you are taking public transit, IRA can assist you from your home all the way to the end of your journey on public transit. Oh wow. Oh, yeah, wow. that's pretty oh, wow. huge. And if you are doing that, uh Metro Transit reminds us to have you let the agent know that you'd like to activate that promo. And because it's kind of different from our other promos, we want to make sure that people understand that they can activate it to get to the bus stop from their home. Oh, nice. Yes. So Brilliant. It's great. Wow. We, are, um, we are excited. And uh, also we have Nicolette Mall back as an IRA access location oh, wow. in the Minneapolis yeah. area. So, um, and we're still working That's on Mall of Mall. America, but. <laughs> oh, I hope so. That'd be cool. I've never yes. been there. So my question was for the um, that S, uh, STK file you were talking about that. Well, that because I know uh, some people have the Braille Note Touch that has a camera. I was waiting for that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it's hard to answer that. Um, I know the underlying system of a Braille Note Touch is Android. Right. Do I know if it will run the IRA app? I do not. But you know, I I have been known to do investigating uh, investigative things. I don't own a Braille Note Touch, but I, yes. you know, I'm I'm yes, yeah, right. What about the Amazon Fire tablet? Because that that does have a camera, and it does run some kind of an Android. Have you guys tried that with a tablet, or might it come there eventually? I would say eventually, um, it could. Um, I think once we get the SDK going, um, you know, I think there's, there's really, uh, it's up to developers. Like, I think there's, there's opportunity there once we get that going to, to put IRA on devices. Um, we don't necessarily have a list of all the supported devices yet. Um, and it's hard to say which ones we will support, but, uh, you know, at this point in time, I see no reason why we couldn't, um, okay. but that again, uh, I think it it varies based on you know tablets, I you know different uh, different cameras, stuff like that too. So I uh-huh. you know I want to reiterate that it is up to the device, you know, and and I you know the specs of the device in particular. So, um, but yeah, no, I you know funny, I I'll say like going back to Minnesota for a minute, like I'm crazy. I I've always wanted. I've never been over there. And like, I, I always want to go just to look at the skyways. Like, apparently there's like 12 miles of skyway it's, and you can go get impressive. lost. Like, I, I want to go get lost in the skyway. Like, it would impressive. just be so much fun. <laughs> it is, it is very impressive. And the dogs love it. Um, oh, I and bet. The Nicolette Mall area is really challenging, folks, if you've never been there, because all the curbs are flat. I mean, they're totally, we're not talking just a little bit flat. We're talking completely flat. And so it, it's quite a challenge for folks. So we're excited about the Minneapolis St. Paul experiment and we want more people to use it. So, you know, if you're in that area, get out there and uh, have fun. Maria, you were my last hand of the night. 
Yeah, last Hello. one. Again. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Now it's working better. No pressure. So, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, I I just wanted to ask another question. Um, so my question is in relation to the, the feedback that you were saying before that it's going to be changing a little bit. And I was wondering if, uh, well, like a suggestion or like a possibility, or if not, you you probably can explain a bit more how is that going to be. Um, so I was wondering if it's going to be like rating or. Oh, the agent. Um, the, yeah. Uh, um, the feedback, yes. sorry. Yeah. I think we're still working on how that is going to look. Um, I know we, we want to separate it out definitely so you know what you're rating, right? So it's if it's the agent, if it was the the, the call, if it was the task, did the task get completed, you know, and then comments. How that rating system will work, whether that's, you know, uh, good or poor, excellent, and good, not so good, you know, like, I think we're still working on what mm -hmm. that will look like. Um, and we're definitely happy to hear feedback from people if there mm -hmm. if is a particular something or other you're happy to or welcome to yeah. what send that over of, to support at ira.io what types um, of rating systems do you uh do you like are you most likely to complete when you're done with the you know another app yeah. or another service um that kind of thing we would love star to know. rating good poor uh, you know anything like uh, that and i think guys like one of the main reasons why we bring this product roadmap to you is especially for stuff like this so if you have thoughts on something you would like to see um as we build these out because i will say like most of the things that i uh, you know mentioned today will be worked on and so a lot of it is in the the thought process and open to ideas and so if you have thoughts, definitely feel free to send those to support at IRA.io. Um, those will get to us, um, and we will be happy to take those into consideration. Absolutely. And we've already seen a couple of those come in. We have, so, yeah. yeah. But to answer your question, Maria, like, I don't have an answer to what that will look like yet. Um, yeah, but, but it will. More like, yeah. It, but more like, as you say, will, more like, as you say, like different. Uh, different topics kind of and then we have to put uh, well it depends on if it's going to be stars or good <laughs> or as you were saying but yeah but as uh, as you were saying like uh, i think that this uh, this having specific question more than just an open uh, space for giving your personal opinion i think it will work better and give a better idea of what we want to explain or absolutely so yeah, Absolutely. so thank you very much for that. No, thank, thank you for the you. questions. And really everyone, thank you so much for all of your questions. I know there are probably more out there. Um, I'm happy to answer more. So feel free to ask those to our care team um, and they will get those over uh, to either myself or one of our engineering team who can get Absolutely. those answered. Um, and now or, you know what it's you know, time for. Janine, Janine's a great person to ask too. She loves your questions. No, no, absolutely, because I'm the director of talking about stuff. So, uh huh. <laughs> All right. So, I have here in front of me my lovely real calendar Guys, for August. I, she's about to say August and August. Can you believe that? August of 2021. <laughs> I was just shocked we were in Q3 already. Um, but our next call will be on Wednesday, August 18th. 
same time, same place, and who knows what we'll be talking about with then. um with Clubhouse and YouTube at the beginning this time, with, I promise. Yes, we will try to get those, but it, it is always an adventure trying to get all the streams going. But never fear, we will be here and we appreciate all of your questions. And uh for those Clubhouse folks, I know you probably can't hear this, but if you are dealing with Clubhouse and you want to hear, we will be on Wednesday of next week at two o'clock. If, if that's available for Ryan, we got to find out a good time for Ryan, but we will be back there uh, probably sometime Wednesday to talk with everybody in our office hours. And meanwhile, come see us at Disability Inn or the ACB convention coming up and we'll have all the info for that. So stay tuned. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Troy, Emily, Thank you, Ryan and Shay, for helping. And oh, oh, and the Arizona Suns are leading the Bucks. Wow. NBA playoffs, everyone. <laughs> Grab an agent if you have minutes to spare. There's a great thing. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> all right. That's all, that game's only, uh, you know, a couple, few hours for me. So. I know. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> going to be a wild night tonight. <laughs> probably will. Will everyone have a wonderful weekend and rest of July? And we will talk to you again in August. This has been Janine Stanley for IRA.